No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where, after seven years of fighting, Joshua releases the eastern tribes to go home. But they do something that almost brings the nation to a civil war. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Joshua chapter 21 on Simply the Bible. Have you ever done something that has been misunderstood? You meant it to be one way, but that's not the way it was taken. Of course, these things happen to all fallible humans. And today we're going to see where it happened among the children of Israel. We pick it up in Joshua chapter 21, verse 43. So the Lord gave to Israel all the land of which he had sworn to give to their fathers, and they took possession of it and dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers, and not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. God had been completely faithful to bring his people into the land of Canaan just as he had promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the enemies of Israel had not been able to stand against them because the Lord was with them. Now he had given them rest all around. We can count on every word that God speaks coming to pass in his time and in his way. Chapter 22, Then Joshua called the Reubenites and Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, You have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I commanded you. You have not left your brethren these many days up to this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest to your brethren as he promised them. Now, therefore, return and go to your tents and to the land of your possession." which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. Joshua commended the two and a half eastern tribes for a job well done. They had kept their promise to Moses not to settle in their cities east of the Jordan River until they had first fought the battles alongside of their brethren on the west side there in Canaan so that they could enjoy their inheritance as well. Now they had proven to be loyal to Moses, to Joshua, to the western tribes, and above all to the Lord. Verse 5, But take careful heed to do the commandment and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to keep his commandments, to hold fast to him, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. Now, not only did Joshua bless them, but he also felt the need to exhort them to remain faithful to the Lord. He knew that they were crossing over the natural dividing line of the Jordan River. They would be separated from the rest of the nation, and it would be easy for them to turn aside from the Lord and his commandments. Verse 7, now to half the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given a possession in Bashan, but to the other half of it, 
Joshua gave a possession among their brethren on this side of the Jordan westward. And indeed, when Joshua sent them away to their tents, he blessed them and spoke to them, saying, Return with much riches to your tents, with very much livestock, with silver, with gold, with bronze, with iron, and with very much clothing. Divide the spoil of your enemies with your brethren. These tribes were going back to their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan, where many of their own people had remained in the cities with their wives, children, and possessions to protect them. Now that they would return, they would have the spoils of war to divide among them all. For it was the principle in Israel that those who remained to guard the home front were also rewarded with those who went to battle. Verse 9, So the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh returned and departed from the children of Israel at Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go to the country of Gilead, to the land of their possession, which they had obtained according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses. And when they came to the region of the Jordan, which is in the land of Canaan, the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh built an altar there by the Jordan, a great impressive altar. Now the children of Israel heard someone say, Behold, the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar on the frontier of the land of Canaan in the region of the Jordan on the children of Israel's side. And when the children of Israel heard it, the whole congregation of the children of Israel gathered together at Shiloh to go to war against them. What happened? Well, on the way home, these eastern tribes began worrying that after they crossed the Jordan River, they would be separated from the other tribes. And would future generations consider them to still be part of Israel and allow them to have access to the tabernacle of the Lord? Their plan was to build a great and impressive altar on the west side that would stand as a witness to their portion in Israel. Now, we should point out that God's original intention had been for all 12 tribes of Israel to dwell on the west side of the Jordan in Canaan. But these two and a half tribes had asked Moses to stay on the east side because they thought the land would be good for their flocks and herds. And Moses gave them what they asked for. The trouble was that they never communicated their intentions with the other tribes about building this altar. And their actions were immediately viewed with suspicion. For God had made it clear that there was only to be one altar to the Lord in Israel. If they were turning to foreign gods, then it would necessitate a civil war because if the other tribes didn't come against them, then God's wrath would be released against the entire nation. Verse 13, Then the children of Israel sent Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest to the children of Reuben, to the children of Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh into the land of Gilead. And with him ten rulers, one ruler, each from the chief house of every tribe of Israel. And each one was the head of the house of his father among the divisions of Israel. 
Then they came to the children of Reuben, to the children of Gad, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, to the land of Gilead, and they spoke with them, saying, Thus says the whole congregation of the Lord, What treachery is this that you have committed against the God of Israel to turn away this day from following the Lord, in that you have built for yourselves an altar that you might rebel this day against the Lord? Is the iniquity of Peor not enough for us, from which we are not cleansed till this day, although there was a plague in the congregation of the Lord? but that you must turn away this day from following the Lord. And it shall be if you rebel today against the Lord that tomorrow he will be angry with the whole congregation of Israel. Nevertheless, if the land of your possession is unclean, then cross over to the land of the possession of the Lord where the Lord's tabernacle stands and take possession among us. But do not rebel against the Lord nor rebel against us by building yourselves an altar besides the altar of the Lord our God. Did not Achan, the son of Zerah, commit a trespass in the accursed thing and wrath fell on the congregation of Israel, and that man did not perish alone in his iniquity. These were harsh words of accusation. But to the credit of Phineas, the son of the high priest, and the delegation from the West, they confronted their brethren before going to war. They offered that they could settle with them on the western side of the Jordan, and that showed that they really preferred peace and unity based on truth and righteousness rather than civil war. Then the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh answered and said to the heads of the divisions of Israel, The Lord God of gods, the Lord God of gods, he knows. And let Israel itself know, if it is in rebellion or if in treachery against the Lord, do not save us this day. If we have built ourselves an altar to turn from following the Lord, or if to offer on it burnt offerings or grain offerings, or if to offer peace offerings on it, let the Lord himself require an account. But in fact, we have done it for fear. For a reason, saying, in time to come, your descendants may speak to our descendants, saying, What have you to do with the Lord God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Jordan a border between you and us. You, children of Reuben and children of Gad, you have no part in the Lord. So your descendants would make our descendants cease fearing the Lord. Therefore we said, Let us now prepare to build ourselves an altar, not for burnt offering nor for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between you and us and our generations after us, that we may perform the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and sacrifices and peace offerings, that your descendants may not say to our descendants in time to come, you have no part in the Lord. Therefore we said that it will be when they say this to us or to our generations in time to come that we may say, here is the replica of the altar of the Lord which our fathers made, though not for burnt offerings nor for sacrifices, but as a witness between you and us. Far be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn from following the Lord this day to build an altar for burnt offerings, for grain offerings, or for sacrifices besides the altar of the Lord our God, which is before his tabernacle. So they had a good explanation, and they called the Lord to give an account of their intentions. But none of it would have been necessary if they would have simply settled in the land of Canaan to begin with. And how would people in the future know that it was an altar for witness rather than for burnt offering? 
Now, when Phinehas, the priest and the rulers of the congregation, the heads of the divisions of Israel who were with him, heard the words that they spoke, it pleased them. Then Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, said to them, This day we perceive that the Lord is among us because you have not committed this treachery against the Lord. Now, you have delivered the children of Israel out of the hand of the Lord. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, and the rulers returned from the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and the land of Gilead, to the land of Canaan, to the children of Israel, and brought back word to them. So the thing pleased the children of Israel, and the children of Israel blessed God. They spoke no more of going against them in battle to destroy the land where the children of Reuben and Gad dwelt. It does show you, though, how serious that the Western tribes really were about keeping the holiness to the Lord and not letting any of their number go off and sacrifice to foreign gods. But the people were all very happy that they didn't have to go to civil war. The children of Reuben and the children of Gad called the altar witness, for it is a witness between us that the Lord is God. What had been a miscommunication and misunderstanding could have ended in civil war. Instead, everyone went home happy. But in the future, surrounded by pagan nations and separated from their brethren, these two and a half tribes quickly fell into idolatry and were eventually taken by Assyria. It wouldn't be the children of the western tribes that would challenge their portion in Israel, but their own compromise. By following their eyes and choosing the land on the east side, they put themselves at risk and future generations would suffer as a result. May God help us to be content with the portion he has allotted to us, lest our actions be misconstrued by others or prove to be a snare to ourselves. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we will see where Joshua gives his farewell address to Israel exhorting them to keep the Lord's commandments lest they perish from the land. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Joshua on Simply the Bible.